Until midday, this is Saturday Morning at the Football on 882 6PR. You're with Peter Vlahos and Kim Agden this morning. Wasn't it great to uh, relive during that break? The 1972 oh, WAFL Grand Final. Okay, and there's supposed to be about 100 others that everyone else would like to hear, but you East Perth blokes that just hey. keep playing. I've heard that 15 times this week. Verstigan. <laughs> what about that name? Uh, a guy that would remember that Grand Final in 1972, I reckon, would be our next guest, the CEO of the West Coast Eagles, Trevor Nisbet. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Kim. Hey, do, you, do you remember that, Nizzy? I do. I was watching that game uh, as a young bloke. Yeah, yeah. it was very good. Very yeah. pleased. And you'll be watching the game this afternoon with a bit of interest. As an older bloke, what a big game of footy this is this afternoon. Congratulations, certainly, on where the West Coast Eagles have got to so far this season. They've got the town talking again, haven't they? Yeah, well, look, obviously, the last two games we've played have been uh, outstanding games by our guys to uh, show the, the resilience that's required. And hopefully we can take that in tonight, Pete, and... Uh, do it again. It's a, obviously it's a difficult job against a, a very good side, but uh, that's what finals footy is all about. Trevor, does what you've done in the last three weeks then, the, the win over Adelaide and celebrate the departure of Subi Oval and Matthew Prittis and all the retirements of, of the two imported boys, and then last week to win that, does it actually take a bit of pressure off you going into today or, or create added pressure? Oh, the pressure probably still builds, Kim, because of the uh, the nature of the finals. I mean, when you're playing knockout finals, there's, there's nowhere to hide. Obviously, the guys are, are well aware of what's at stake. Uh, you know, if we can get through tonight's game, you get a chance at a, a prelim, and, and who knows once you once we get there. But certainly, there's, there's always plenty of pressure on, and uh, the players are enjoying it. I think that's a pleasing thing. They're really enjoying the build-up and... What's uh, what's transpiring because it's uh, you know given three or four weeks ago it was always going to be a tough run for us because we dropped some of those close games and uh, fortunately for us last week it, it worked out and uh, the week before it, it worked out as well so it's it's been a good a good few weeks. The AFL are thumping their chest a bit saying yeah have a look at our figures you know another record attendance for the season uh, record memberships with the clubs uh, the television ratings supposedly are very very good different climate here in Western Australia what sort of year has it been for the big brand the West Coast Eagles in the Perth market? I think we've had a reasonable year Pete uh, look at we'd uh, obviously our expectations are very high of uh, and our expectations of our our club and our players and and our fans. I mean, that we expect to win, and and that puts a lot of pressure on from the word go. But it's it's probably been a, a reasonable year. Uh, I, when we lose those close games, that makes it more and more difficult when you come into a, a final series. But to, overall, I, I think we've had a a pretty good year, both um, both on and off field, and uh, obviously we've got uh, a lot of work to do to transition our people into the, the new stadium next year, and we've got a lot of projects uh, on the go with our move to Lath Lane Park. So there's a lot of things happening around the club, and it, it's been a pretty good year. So do, from from the back of where you were three weeks ago and possibly missing finals to now where you're at, possibly going into preliminary final, do you see this as a successful season on field, trip? Well, look, it, it all depends, and uh, it's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. We we have, uh, as I said, high expectations of our group um, almost every year. So um, the further we go in the final series, obviously, the, the better we'll feel about it. But certainly, 
our aim is to win um, as many finals as we can. Now, if we can, if we can win tonight and and go into a prelim final, I I think we'd all agree that it's it's been a a pretty successful year. But mm. look, success is again it's it's in the eye of the beholder. We we expected to play finals this year. We've got here, we've won a final, and now um, we've got an opportunity to win another one. So I guess you know we we. Rated as successful, but uh, we'd like it to be more successful, put yeah, it that way. Yeah. Um, look, I, I'm sure there's a million questions I'd like to ask, and we're short for time, and you've got a, a, an elimination final to win today and be around the boys, but a couple I'd like to throw to you, Trev. Is there any, let, let's assume you win tonight. Is there any decision likely to be made on Nick Nat Newey by the footy department alone? Would such a big uh, sort of commodity within your club be some a decision about whether he played next week or not, as well as the footy department, but people like yourself and and the senior executive management of the club. No, it'll be an all all of club decision. But first of all, he needs to get cleared by the doctors, and yep. and that'll be the first um, clearance. The second clearance is he's, he's got to be selected, and that'll be a discussion between our our fitness staff and and the coaching staff to find out whether he's actually. Um, got enough miles in his legs to to run out a, a full game, and I suppose then you've got to decide where, who goes out for him to come in. Mm. And uh, at this time of year, and are we prepared to uh, to risk Nicholas at a, at a late stage in the year and and uh, having played no football at all, um, other than the training sessions that he's had? So there's a lot to weigh up before um, Nick had come into um, selection decision. I think. There hasn't been, you'd think, no more marketable product than Nick Natanui has. And I know these days there's advertising agencies and different sort of companies that get involved with brands and whatever. Have you ever sort of sat down and wondered what the Nick Natanui brand financially has meant meant to the West Coast Eagles? Uh, It'd be hard to work it out, um, Pete, I I guess. But uh, Nicholas has his own brand and status, I guess. Um, Most players do once they... They start to become um, household names, but certainly from a club perspective, uh, Nick's uh, such a good person. He he, he um, lives the values that we want our players to live, as well as uh, what he what he stands for as a player. So uh, he's an enormous asset for the football club um, as a person, let alone uh, his playing capabilities. So I guess overall, he is a he's a fantastic. Um, person to have at the club and, and uh, it'd be really hard to put uh, a financial um, number on what, what Nicholas is worth to the club. Uh, Nizzy, just a notice without uh, question here, you've been a CEO at the club since 1999, almost as long as I've been here at 882 6PR. Mick Moldhouse, uh, one of the former West Coast Eagles coaches, hinted that you'd be the perfect person to have taken over the AFL operations role, uh, were you ever were you ever considered? Uh, were you ever approached? No, Pete. I, I and I, I wouldn't consider that role now. I think I've been um, in the system far too long for that <laughs> that to occur yeah. at this, um, this late stage. So, no, I, I think the AFL have um, appointed a guy who uh, I think can do the job. Uh, he's well respected in the industry and I think Steve Hocking will do a good job in that role. Trev, is there any prospect that the retirement decision from Matt Prittis can be reversed? Could he play on next year after the way he's played the last few weeks? I don't think so, Kim. I think Matt's pretty comfortable with uh, the decision he's made. Um, and I look, he's been wonderful the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, 
but he's give, he's given it uh, his absolute all. He wants to finish at the at the very peak of his game, and he, he's, that's the standing that uh, he's held in at the football club. And I think through through the whole industry, he's, uh, he gives his all every time he goes out, and uh, we're very proud of him. And uh, obviously, um, he'll. Uh, you'll be a very critical part of what we do tonight. And also a great asset to you as your coach, Adam Simpson. And were there, there were times this year, even from this radio station and, and people from around the media that had opinions on whether he was going to be the right man over the long term going forward. When things were a bit tough and things were a bit dire and there was even the likelihood the West Coast Eagles would miss out on the finals, uh, how did Adam Simpson, in the little bubble that we are here in Perth, handle that intense scrutiny? Well, I, I think, uh, Pete, it's probably the first time uh, Adam was under um, the sort of pressure that he'd noticed in, in, in Perth. And he, obviously, it was a good learning curve for, for our coach, and, and um, he handled it really well. I, I think it's, uh, it's always difficult when uh, things aren't going to plan. And as I say, you, if you lose those tight games, um, there is added pressure, but uh, no, he handled it well and uh, he's, he's going extra well and we're re- really uh, pleased with um, what he's been doing for us. Trev, um, Peter mentioned a little while ago about some of the issues uh, that the AFL is going to approach in coming time and I'm sure you'll be one that they will consult. Extra time, we saw it last week, nail-biting. Uh, it's thrilling when you win, it's so gut-wrenching when you lose. It has to happen probably in finals. Where's your, or do you have an attitude to extra time in home and aways? That it sounds as though it's growing strength. The AFL could bring it in from next year. Yeah, they may they may do that, uh, Hags. I'm not I'm not sure what um, what their thinking is. I mean, I really haven't given it a lot of thought, but um, probably. For, you know, as a travelling team, we'd, we'd prefer a draw's a draw, I think, um, rather than the extra time. Yep. Um, it just makes it, you know, the season longer for the boys. If you have a couple of draws in the year and so on, uh, people will say it's only 10 minutes. But, I mean, it's, it's a gruelling 10 minutes um, and it, it does affect you a little bit. So, I guess, uh, but look, we haven't given it a lot of thought and I'm sure the AFL will, uh, will adjust it if they think it's going to help the game. Mate, will, will, you, will you win tonight? Well, we certainly we've, we're right right amongst it. I mean, our guys are confident. We've uh, we've come off a good win, a, a couple of really good wins. So, look, we couldn't be more confident. But mm-hmm. uh, we've, we're playing a a really good team. We understand that. So, we're going to have to play at our very best, and uh, anything less than that, and um, we won't win. So, we've got to play at our best, and hopefully, we can tonight. Nizzy, we honestly mean it. We appreciate your time very much indeed, Kim Hagdon and I. Uh, we appreciate you giving us your, your 10 minutes and, and certainly educating the West Coast Eagles fans. There's a legion of them at the moment following uh, the West Coast Eagles path during 2017. Good luck for later this afternoon. Again, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks a lot, Pete. Thanks, Kim. See you,